0: Messiah was. Many theologians believe, and I'm not trying just to give you a history lesson here this morning, but it proves my point. Many theologians believe that a lot of the prophecies concerning the Messiah had already been fulfilled in the various prophets that had come and gone throughout Israel's history. They could see the suffering servant, that we think belongs and we believe belongs to the messianic promises Uh, they see it uh, as being already uh, fulfilled in men like jeremiah and isaiah and ezekiel men that had gone on and done these things. so they missed it they missed they could not understand that god could actually be concerned uh, with them and so it makes me reason it makes me try to understand the reason uh, why they rejected him but i'm here to tell you today he's not a god that forgets you he's a god that loves you He knows where you're at. He knows what you're dealing with. Isaiah, I believe, penned it so well. For he said this, For thus saith the lofty and high one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place. And the Jewish scholars would agree with that, but they would have a hard time with this next statement because he once goes on to say, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Can I remind somebody today that he is a God that careth for you? Hallelujah. You may have walked. Into this house this morning, and your life is so troubled, but the Bible lets us know that he became flesh uh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Uh, The Bible goes on to say the law was given by Moses, uh, but grace and truth comes by Jesus Christ. Uh, I serve a God that wanted man to understand. He loves you. He's for you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to, come on church, I need some help on this Sunday morning. You don't serve a dead God. Uh, You serve a God that is concerned. Uh, He's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. When Jesus went to Calvary, there's so many things that, so many examples of God's concern and care for humanity. So many things that that portrayal of the sacrifice of Christ upon Calvary, so many things are revealed to us. Uh, But there's one thing that stands out in my mind on this Sunday morning more than anything when he finally said it is finished as he hung on that cross when he had spilled blood for our salvation as well as our healing Uh, Amen. the thing that stands out the most was not the fact that people got up out of their graves that day was not the fact that there was an earthquake that came Uh, but the thing that gets me brother Michael more than anything is that the veil in the temple was rent in twain Uh, what does that mean brother sergeant basically the holy place that man was not allowed to go Amen. God opened it up and said, come on. Anybody want access to my glory? Anybody want access to my healing? Amen. He made a way for you and I so I can celebrate on a Sunday morning. If you're bound, you can be free. If you're sick, he can heal you. Come on, Pentecostals. Do you believe in a God that cares for you? Amen. He cares. He knows where you're at this morning. He desires to touch you. I think more than anything else, the miracles in the New Testament prove that God cares for humanity. David stepping out of the Old Testament, if you will, into the New Testament, where he I think he wrote half of his stuff, said this, he says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is it about man, God, that your mind is so full? What is it? What is man, that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man, that thou what, what, What's your hang up with man, God? Why are you so concerned? Because he knows if we're left to our own devices, we'll self-destruct. So he came into the world. The Bible says we knew him not, but he came in to forgive man of their sins and to provide them a way out of the sin dilemma. That's why I can stand here with all confidence to say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation. I'm not ashamed to preach to you that God loves you and cares for you. I'm not ashamed to tell you that your situation is not hopeless. There is a God that answers prayer and he's here this morning to touch you. Over the last week, I have tried my best on Sundays to on healing and deliverance. I've just felt directed of God as of late. Amen. That God is a God that wants to heal and give miracles to this church. I was leaving the church Wednesday night when my phone rang. It was my wife. and I turned off my phone during church and I just turned it on and my wife called. She was on her way home. And she says, hey, your dad's trying to get a hold of you. So I called my father. I said, what's up? And he said, you won't believe what's happened. And and I said, well, tell me what's going on. I'm just leaving church. Tell me what's happened. A friend of ours there in the church in Sacramento was out fishing the other night, him and another man from the church, John Allen, and a man by the name of Brother Walker. They had gone out. It was still quite dark when they ended up out there at the dock. And as they were walking by the bed of the lake there, lake bed, the area right there next to the dock, John saw something in the water and he didn't know what it was. And he just thought, well, it just must be something metallic or somebody put a can in there or something. He goes on to his boat. A few minutes later, a man comes running out of the woods, screaming at the top of his voice, my wife, my wife, where is my wife? And John instantly thought, oh, my Lord, I hope it's not what I saw out in the water. And they got in the boat. They went around there. and Sure enough, it was this man's wife. She had been in that lake, they say, for some 10 to 15 minutes. Lifeless, there was no breath, she was blue, there was nothing to it. I mean, it looked like she was a goner. They pulled her out of the boat, put her on the dock, and they began to just not real sure what to do. One man that joined them started to do CPR and it didn't work. And, and John, he's he, he's kind of one of those fanatical guys, you know, one of those guys that would mess up a service like this pretty bad, you know, make some of you real uncomfortable. One of those guys, I've known him for a long time. He didn't know what else to do, brother Michael, so he just said, You know what. Look okay, at, I'm praying. He started praying over this woman. Brother Rob, he started speaking in tongues and people were saying, you're crazy, man. What are you doing? He was speaking in tongues over this woman for about five minutes. She was dead. and All of a sudden, she went, oh, and coughed and started breathing. They life-flighted her out of there. John, I watched the interview on yahoo.com. He goes to the hospital, amen, Wednesday night, and she's sitting up. Amen. Thank you very much, sir. I'm not sure what you did. Amen. Don't tell me God doesn't care about you. Don't tell me. He is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Can I tell you, it doesn't matter what the sickness is. Can I tell you, it does not matter what the disease is. Can I tell you, it doesn't matter what the doctor says. He is a God that is touched with the feelings of my infirmities. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Some of us will probably reason that away and say, well, it was just psychobabble or whatever. Can I tell you, every time a, Sarah, a sparrow falls, uh, God knows about it. How much more does he care for you? Uh, he hasn't forgot about you, honey. Uh, he knows exactly where you're at. I preach to you today. a God, that They were fishing out there. I guess they fish a lot. Nothing else to do in Sacramento but fish. You're going to move? She walked by this woman sitting out on her houseboat and the Lord spoke to her and said, you need to teach that lady a Bible study. And she dismissed it and kind of went on. She went by again the Lord said, you need to go talk to that woman, teach her a Bible study. And she dismissed it and found out when Sister Walker went up with her husband to see this woman, it was the exact same woman that they had pulled out of the water. God has revived her and kept her because I believe God cares for her soul. And uh, I've got everything going good right now, Pastor. I don't need, well, there are some of us here. Hey, Amen, we're fixing decisions. Hallelujah, we're facing things. My God, have mercy. We don't know where to turn, but I serve a God that cares. Hallelujah! Don't don't give up yet. Cast your cares on Him because He does care. He does care. Ask the woman with the issue of blood. He cares. Ask blind Bartimaeus. He cares. Ask the leper. He cares. Ask Mary and Martha at the two Lazarus. He cares. Amen. Ask every deaf, dumb, blind, mute person you can find. He cares for you. I really believe that you can take this to me and I ate too much pepperoni or whatever you want to do. But I really believe that God is here today to heal emotional, mental scars. Some of you have battled things from your past. I jotted down in my notes that God has healing today for emotional, mental, physical relationships God is a God that cares for us cares. I think sometimes we make God as the Jews did sometimes somebody too far removed from where we're at but Jesus came to prove otherwise that remoteness of that the scholars believed of God too far removed. You open up Matthew and you read, this day is born unto you in the city of Bethlehem, a Savior. You you, you open up scriptures that said, he's the might. He's a prince of peace. He's the everlasting father. He's counselor. You hear scriptures that talk of him being... Father, you read scriptures that reveal to us that even if a sparrow falls, he knows about it, but he knows much more where you're at and where I'm at. I don't know what baggage you claimed to carry with you on this Sunday morning. I don't know what you walked into this house feeling burdened down with, but I simply wanted to preach. He's a God that cares. He's powerful and mighty. He's creator. He's the sustainer of creation. He's all of that. We sing it, what a mighty God we serve. He's all of that stuff. He's an awesome God. He's incredible. He creates this and does that and makes this happen. The solar system and the world and humanity and the kingdoms of animals, all of that stuff. I think sometimes we forget. He knows what you woke up thinking this morning. He knows what's troubling you. He knows what you're dealing with. Even on this Sunday morning, at the beginning of May, we serve a God that cares. He cares. I want us to stand this morning. Several of you that have requested prayer over the last couple of weeks, situations and circumstances. I know Sister Letty has asked for prayer. I want her to come in just a moment. We're going to pray for her. She's getting ready to go into surgery. Sister Zamora, I want you to come down and stand in place of your wife. Sister Zamora has been sick, not feeling well. There are others here. You've got deals. We all got deals, I know, but you've got some real big things going on in your life. You've got decisions to make this week. You've got turmoil in your home. You've got children that are needing God to touch them. I don't want you to hesitate this morning. When I call for you to come forward, I want you to get out of your pew and say, you know what, I need something today. You may need healing in your body. You may need emotional healing, mental healing. You may be dealing with things that happened years ago and you're saying, my God, I just need, can I just tell you that I did not stop by this morning just to preach to you about a fluffy God that just makes you feel good, but I did tell you, stop by to tell you He's a God that cares. And you don't have to carry that weight any longer. You don't have to carry that weight any longer. He's a God that says, you know what? I'm as close as the mention of my name. In fact, He's a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. He's a God that is concerned with us. And as Brother RJ begins to sing in just a moment, I'm asking you if you need prayer, for those of you I've already called for this morning, if you need God in your life, just. Maybe strength, maybe direction, maybe just a healing. Maybe you're battling with something in your mind. I'm going to ask you to come forward. I'm going to ask you to grab the hand of your husband or wife. Let's make our way down here. Let's bring our kids. Let's ask God to touch you. If you need healing, why don't you come? You need deliverance, why don't you come? Saints, help me pray right.